Welcome to Served Neat. I'm your host, Jen Hartman. I am wildly obsessed with marketing, sales, business, and the bottom line. I left corporate America with $3,000 in my bank account and a dream of becoming a successful entrepreneur. In the last two years, I grew my marketing consultancy to multiple six figures, worked with over 160 CEOs, and even started my very own fashion brand. In this podcast, I'll be serving up my best kept secrets to help you grow and scale your business. Each week, you'll hear from myself along with other entrepreneurs. You'll learn about what it actually takes to grow a brand, the ups, the downs, and everything in between. Pour yourself a glass of bourbon and get ready to take notes because it is time to dive into this week's episode. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Served Neat. I have a life update to share. I got married at the courthouse last Friday. I know it's a little non-traditional, but I really liked it. So we really wanted to maximize our time with our friends and family this Friday for our wedding. So we figured we would go and do a quick ceremony and just, you know, do the dang thing. So now I have myself a husband. Ooh, husband. That just sounds weird. Husband? (laughs) Okay, so I have a fun story to share with you guys. If you have never been to the courthouse to get married, it is quite the experience, at least here in Kentucky. So the first thing that kind of surprised me was you can't make an appointment. You just show up between the hours of 9.30 and 1.30, I believe, Monday through Friday, and you just wait in line to get married. So we wanted to like not have to wait in line. So we got there right at 9.30. And we were the first ones there. And I was so excited. I was like, oh, this is going to be so quick. This is going to be great. Our two witnesses were super excited. I brought my mom and my now husband (laughs) brought his, well, one of his best friends. So we were like, oh, this is going to be so easy. And so we go from like the main office over to the actual courtroom where you get married in front of the judge. And we walk in and there are tons of people sitting in this courtroom and we're like, what is going on? And we look around and everybody who is getting sentenced is in this courtroom. So a bunch of orange jumpsuits, attorneys, police, people in handcuffs. It was the weirdest experience. And here we are just getting married. One of the reasons why I wanted to get married at the courthouse is because I didn't love the idea of like the most intimate moment, like the most important moment of my life. Like I didn't want that to be in front of a bunch of people. I really wanted it to be a moment between like me and my husband. And what do you know? We got married in front of a bunch of criminals, (laughs) but everybody clapped for us. It was quite the experience. And now we have a story to share. (laughs) So if anyone is curious about what it's like to get married at the courthouse, that was our experience, but it was really great. The judge made it very easy. It was like two or three minutes long and yeah, it was a good experience. I, I mean, I liked it. It was very us, very us at the end of the day. And yeah, I'm glad that now we just get to celebrate and have a good time with friends and family. It'll be, it'll be really good. Okay, let's get into the content of today's episode. So 
Let's talk about a marketing campaign that resulted in nearly 5,900% return on investment so far. So I know some of you are thinking direct mail, that's like still a thing. Very much so. It is alive and well, even though it is deemed a more traditional marketing tactic. For years, Neat Marketing has leaned heavily into digital efforts like social media, affiliates, email or website ads, etc. But I started to get frustrated with the ever-changing algorithms, so I knew that it was time to add something else into our marketing mix. And that's where direct mail came in. Many people have an emotional connection with checking their mailbox. I don't know about y'all, but like I love mail. I just get so excited to flip through every single piece of mail. Now, most of the time they're bills, which I don't love, but every so often I get like a handwritten note or just a really nice piece of mail from a brand that I love. I knew direct mail would be a guaranteed way to get in front of our ideal clients. I mean, you can scroll past an ad and you can delete an email, but you're going to look at your mail. So in today's episode, I'm going to break down this direct mail campaign and tell you guys what worked and maybe what didn't work so well. So let's talk about things that worked well. First and foremost, it was a very valuable mailer. It was a brochure style piece of mail, like a trifold. It contained 30 thought leadership content ideas, along with a section on how to use this guide. There is a spot on the back of the mailer where I hand wrote a note and there was a QR code to book a sales call with us. The goal was for prospects who got this piece of mail to think about NEAT every single day. Since so many of our ideal clients make content every day, I knew that they would look to this piece of mail for content in spell. This would ensure that they thought of us every single day. I didn't want to just create a mailer that people would toss in the trash after looking at it once. I wanted to be top of mind, hanging on their fridge or propped up on their desk, and we definitely achieved this. So the other thing that worked really well with this campaign is that this mailer was really shareable online. Let me tell you a bit more. So we've reached tens of thousands of ideal clients on social media because people who received the mailer shared a picture of it on their social. We included a neat logo on every page of the brochure because regardless of which portion people shared on social, I wanted people to see that it came from neat marketing. So that was really important to me. We drastically increased our visibility with this mailer just because so many people were sharing it and talking about it. People also really loved the handwritten note, so I noticed that this was shared most frequently. We only sent this mailer to warm leads, by the way. People had to actually opt in for this piece of mail through a landing page. We asked for first name, email, and made the mailing address optional. So either way, even if you only chose to fill out the first name and email portion, you got a digital copy of this brochure to your inbox, but I really wanted to send out a mailer. So I made sure to include something like, oh, we want to send you a free gift or something like that. So we weren't just sending this out cold, although you can definitely do that and it does work well. There are plenty of websites out there where you can purchase a list of business addresses. We took a more account-based marketing approach and it definitely paid off. We signed two clients from this and our ROI was 5,900%, which is pretty insane for a campaign. We actually did not send out that many mailers because I know some of you guys are thinking, well, if you sent out thousands of mailers, like of course you're going to sign one or two clients from it. We only sent out 36 mailers, so really not that many. So to make that much money from just 30-something mailers, that's like pretty dang good. 
here are some things that just did not work out that well. Number one, this isn't scalable. It took me quite a bit of time to handwrite notes and write an address onto 30 something envelopes. I don't know what we would have done had like 500 people opted in for this at one time. Um, I guess my assistant probably would have helped me. <laughs> I would definitely do this again in the future though. I just would have to find a way to like streamline this a little bit more because I mean, if 30 something mailers had my hand like cramping, I can't imagine what would happen if we had like 60 or 100 or 200. So like I said, this approach wasn't super scalable, but there has to be ways to streamline this a little bit more. We were actually, so another thing that didn't work that well is we were really bad about the follow-up. So I would say like, anytime you have a campaign, you should have a follow-up strategy. So as a marketing agency, like shame on us for not having a follow-up strategy. I think we would have seen more conversions had we done follow-up after the campaign launched. We should have been following up with those who we sent a mail or two, but again, we just weren't really good about this. I think we were super busy at the time. We had just brought on a new salesperson. So yeah, that one definitely uh, wasn't a priority. Would I do this again? 1000%. But again, I would get a little bit better about follow-up and I would find a way to make this a bit more scalable. We support tons of our clients with direct mail campaigns. I just can't believe it took us so long to test this out at our own agency. Okay, guys, that's it. That's the episode. I hope you learned a thing or two about direct mail. I think it's incredibly effective. And especially with like millennials and Gen Zs, we love physical objects and you can tie that into your marketing efforts. Direct mail really isn't that expensive. To give you guys some context, we only spent around $150 between actually creating the mailer in Canva and then printing it and then actually getting postage. Like I wanna say around 150. So we did pretty good. And if you think about it, that's cheaper than running ads. And we like, it was like guaranteed that people were gonna look at it every day and not throw it out. Whereas with ads, people can kind of flip by it. They might not think about it again. So I would definitely recommend implementing a direct mail campaign into your marketing efforts if you are an online business. It's a great way to take your online business offline. Feel free to shoot us a message. If you are curious about how we could support you with a direct mail campaign, schedule a sales call with us. Hop on a call. We'd love to share our ideas with you. I hope you guys have a great week and I will catch you guys next Tuesday.